What's up, guys? Welcome back to Set the Screen. Uh, we are back in the college football world, and we are all very happy to be here. Today, we will be going over our top 10 to start the season. Uh, we will be going over our Heisman candidates, as well as the four playoff teams, plus the first two we think will be out. So we're happy to be back here, and we hope you guys are happy too. Um, I think college football is all one of our favorite sports. And sure. we just love talking about it more than anything else. So we'll go ahead and dive into it with first. Charlie, what do you want to start out with? I think we start out with the Heisman. Okay. Uh, Charlie, uh, you wanna you, you wanna go like let's all let's all do our bottom ones and then just move up. Okay. Uh well my third, uh actually I, I don't know if I did this in order of how uh the percent chance of they're gonna win, but my three in general. Our uh, number or not number one, but the first one is JT Daniels. Uh, I know yeah. Walker likes that pick. So uh, JT Daniels went four and zero in his limited playing time last year, but he played really well in those games. In my opinion, uh, UGA has probably the best roster in the across the whole country. Uh, this year is a championship year bust, and um, I think he has the prime opportunity for a Heisman moment. Uh, two weekend, two weekends from now against Clemson. So, in the first, I mean, I know it's the first game, but you can get your Heisman moment anyway, anywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think JT Daniels is a pretty good option, uh, especially if they're winning games like they're supposed to. So, yeah, with um my third, I like to. I think the top three, if it's these guys, it's gonna be very close. I mean, the Heisman race is always pretty close, but there's always there's normally one distinct guy. This year, it's going to be very close just because of how many good quarterbacks there are. At number three, I went with JT. Um, obviously, I'm a Georgia fan, but I'm just going to put JT there just because I think these other two are going to put up better stats overall. Um, but I think as long as JT's winning games, that's going to help him out a lot. But also, I mean, we've always seen, like Charlie said, limited amount of games from JT. So he doesn't have to be like a Heisman player to win the championship for us, right? He just has to be good, keep our offense moving, and I'd love to see him win the Heisman too. But I still have him at three, which is still, you know, really high. I think me and you have the same exact list. Yeah. Emil, what about you? All right. <clears throat> I have Bryce Young from Alabama as my third Heisman. I don't think there's much explaining to be done. Alabama looks like they have the best offense in college football, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to thrive in that offense. Yeah, he's going to have a lot of good teammates, a lot of good weapons. Um, I'm not oh. concerned about Alabama, but I'm just – I mean, for their number one option, I think John Mechie third is obviously a great – a very good wide receiver, but I'm just not sure if he's going to be able to fill the shoes of guys like Devonta or um, Jalen Waddle or anyone close to that, really. Sure. I mean, when you have, but, um, I'll give Bryce. When you have time. to come, yeah. When you have to come back from Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith, I mean, that's pretty difficult. Yeah. Uh, so my second one, I guess I'll say him is my second is uh, Sam Howell. Uh, he might seem like an out of the box type of pick, but um, these last two years he's been playing extremely well, especially in his freshman year. Um, he put up, I believe it was thirty eight touchdowns in his freshman year, and then thirty touchdowns at least passing last year. So, and North Carolina is a, a pretty good team for this year. So, if they can 
uh, well, I, don't, I don't know, um, uh, limit points on the other side of the ball, they could be a pretty dangerous team. And Sam Howell is going to be putting up a, a lot of points for them, throwing a lot of touchdowns, running, running in a lot of them. So, yeah, Sam Howell is my second overall Heisman. Yep, Charlie, we had the same, we had the same person as well. Somehow, for all the same reasons Charlie said, last year, North Carolina did really well, exceeded a lot of expectations, and um, I think they're going to have an even better year this year. But, I mean, if it's if he's any year to do it, I mean, this is his year. He's a great quarterback. I mean, don't forget, it's like, not too long ago, like, Texas and Texas A&M and North Carolina were neck and neck until Texas A&M just pulled away and they, um, fourth quarter but still Sam Howell's a great quarterback he had three touchdowns in that game uh, um, I think he has a lot of potential I think he's going to go under the radar this year until he really starts doing well and people are going to start noticing him more for sure for sure all right Emmett who's your second my second is Spencer Rattler um, I think he's the number one ranked Heisman right now by a few sources but like I didn't really like him last season that much. His first games, of course, were pretty bad, but then he settled down. He played really good towards the end, but I still, I'm not really a big fan of him. Like in the mock drafts, they have Detroit picking him next year. And I don't know if I'm a big fan. Plus, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just not that big of a fan of Spencer Rattler. So he's number two for me. But my number one guy, I think he's really going to ball this season. All right. I'll, I'll take my first. Um, so my first is Spencer Rattler. Um, Spencer Rattler is someone I have limited confidence in. Uh, his start to the year last year was really tough, to say the least. He threw five picks in the opening four games. But obviously, like Evan said, he really cleaned it up towards the end of the year and played pretty well. And Oklahoma was a really popular option for the best team in the country. And um, – their recipe is to put up points and try to hope to God that they can win based on putting up 60 points per game. So, uh, yeah, the Rattlers, number one, he has a, uh, a pretty big, not shoes to fill, but I think he has pretty big expectations for this year. So he needs to meet them. Yeah, I agree with Charlie. Um, I think his big expectations about how he's going to play individually. Uh, obviously, people are thinking this is Oklahoma's year, and I have to agree. I think that any year for Oklahoma to win, or at least contend, I mean, it's got to be here now. Um, Spencer Rattler is really good, and he obviously, he obviously has another year after after this. But still, um, you know, Lincoln Riley. I mean, Lincoln Riley doesn't really win this year. What's the deal? Same with Kirby Smart. But but yeah, I also have Spencer Rattler number one. Obviously, uh, like Charlie said. He's a great quarterback. He's, a, he's playing one of the best passing schemes in the college football. Great offense, great weapons. And, I mean, this could be a time we see another Oklahoma quarterback win a Heisman. Um, I think the only reason he doesn't win it is just because of recency bias. But I doubt that'll really be a thing since, you know, Devontae Smith won last year. Um, that's all I could say. Charlie and I were talking earlier before the pod. This uh, Heisman race will probably all be quarterbacks. Um, I mean, you may have a guy like Brees Hall there at the four spot, but still, I think when it comes down to the bottom two, bottom three, it's going to be quarterbacks or top two, I, top three. I, yeah, I agree. I think if anyone gets close, uh, if it's a skill position other than um, 
quarterback will have to be running back. Um, I'm not trying to say that the wide receivers this year are bad or anything. It's just that I don't think Chris Olave or Marvin Mims or Garrett Garrett Wilson, Trey Fogle, I don't think any of them – Trey Fogle? I'll say it's Trey Fogle. Um, I don't think any of them have enough um, statistics to really put them beyond any of the quarterbacks or even Brees Hall. Yep. Uh, Emmett, you yeah. can go now. All right. No <clears throat> My favorite Heisman winner is DJ Uga. Mm-hmm. I believe it's mm-hmm. I believe it's Alunga Weiwei. Aluga Weiwei. Okay. I, I, believe, <laughs> I, I think I believe it's that, but I think I'm wrong. Alung, I think it's Alunga Weiwei. Alunga Weiwei. Yeah, the Alunga Ooh sounds a bit weird. Yep. He um, anyway. I don't he know. was one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch um, last year. I really liked when he got to play against Notre Dame. That was probably one of my favorite college games of the year. And um, agreed. He's a big arm. And he's pretty accurate. And he also has some wheels. So I'm really excited to see him run Clemson's offense this season. <clears throat> I think um, he's a lot of weapons too. And um, I expect Clemson to be pretty solid this year. Yeah. I'm excited to see what DJ does this year. Um, I think kind of like Spencer Rattler last year, he had some big shoes to fill because we had the Clemson game. And even though they lost, that wasn't really entirely his fault. Um, and like Emmett said, he has a lot of potentials. He's a lot of the attributes. But it's just about whether or not how good he is, but whether or not he can recreate what Trevor Lawrence has done there. I mean, if DJ goes out there and has a subpar game against Georgia, I think it's going to be really tough because Clemson fan base is going to be on him immediately. That's um, a tough defense to start out your yeah. uh, your sophomore year. And it's kind of unfair for him, but, I mean, again, you're playing for a powerhouse like Clemson. Uh, we, saw what you, we saw what you could do against Notre Dame. Now you have to do it against one of the best defenses in the country, if not the best. So, at least the most talented. Yeah, definitely has the most talent, I would say. Um, yeah. So now you guys want to move into the top ten? Um, yeah, let's good. All right, let's all give our 10 Are we first. starting from 10? 10. Uh, We're starting from 10. Make sure right, to you want to start? Anticipation. Okay. You guys Emmett, do you want to start this time? Okay. All right, Walker, you go. Yeah, okay. I'm actually apologize, Charlie. I was roasting this team before. You were um, roasting, I think. I, yep, I know you're talking But about. when I thought about it, I'm like, I can't really not have them in my top 25. Oh, yeah. no, not top 25, top 10. Just because even if, they, even if I feel like they're going to disappoint me. We can just wait till they do it. So my ten, I have <laughs> Notre Dame. Um, yeah. I don't. I'm not a fan of Notre Dame, just nope. simply because they don't really have a tough, tough schedule. And when they do, they get like I feel like they always get some BS type of win, like when Trevor Lawrence was out last year. They still deserved it. I'm not saying they didn't, but you know what I mean. And they always, they've always the past years found their way to edge themselves into the playoffs. Or like no reason. Got and they got beat terribly by Clemson that one year. Um, I think Notre Dame's coach is – I don't know how he hasn't really been on the hot seat. I feel like Notre Dame fans are pretty content with him every year. But I think Notre Dame is just too much of a historic program, too many, too much tradition. I, I want to see Notre Dame win. I think they're – I like the school. I like the team. I think it's pretty cool. But – and Rudy's one of my favorite movies. But um, I don't know. What about you, Charlie? Uh, yeah, I've – uh, Notre Dame at 10, same reasoning basically. I feel like Notre Dame is always really difficult to judge because of their um, independentness. 
Um, I feel like they'll either go 12 and 0 or 5 and 7. Uh, this year I'm thinking it'd be, or any year they would go like 10 at 12 and 0 or 5 and 7, but this year I'm thinking like 10 or 2, 10 and 2 or 9 and 3. Uh, they have one of the best running backs and no lines in the country, but they have a very, 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 very average quarterback in Jack Cohn transfer from Wisconsin. I think he's the most average guy in the whole country, just being honest. I think he's beyond average. So, uh, yeah, Notre Dame at 10. Emmett, what about you? All right. My number 10 is Cincinnati. Um, I'm not really expecting too much from Cincinnati this season. I mean, they play – they're going to win a good amount of games. Their schedule is probably one of the weakest – it's the weakest top 10 school schedule. But, like, yeah, I expect them to drop down. They play a few ranked opponents, so they play the Hoosiers – and I believe that's it. But um, they have a super weak schedule. I mean, I expect them to be around 10. That's fair. That's yep. fair. That's fair. And moving on, I actually have Cincinnati at nine. Um, for all the same reasons Emmett said, um, I don't think they're going to be as strong as they were last year. But I think they're still going to be ranked pretty high. They obviously have the return of their quarterback. Um, he played really well in the Georgia Peach Bowl game. Only reason, really, the only reason they lost that game was not because of Georgia, was not because of JT Daniels. It was Cincinnati's terrible clock management. Um, and if you watch that game, you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. But like Emmett said, you don't really see a lot of tough opponents on their schedule. Um, they play a back-to-back with not even back-to-back. So it's September 18th they play Indiana, and then it'll look like two weeks later, three weeks later they play Notre Dame. Um, and they those, are both, they have, those games are winnable. Those games yeah, are winnable. And, and to be fair, they're both away games, but still, I mean, we don't, Notre Dame will probably be a good matchup. But even then, like, Indiana is not really a big school. So, and then they play UCF. UCF it really isn't that intimidating. The first year was Gus Malone. So, I mean, this is this is just the tough part about having a 14-team 14, 14, 14 playoff because when it does get to that time, when it's um, – you know, playoff season, and we're talking about top four teams. Cincinnati's just going to be a slide-in, slide-out team. Um, so I'm just commenting on that now, and I'm sure it'll be this. It'll be like that when we get closer to the playoffs. Hey, hey, watch out for Indiana. Indiana's good. They have Michael Michael Penix Jr., Trey is, Fogel, is, Indi- is Indiana in your top ten? No, 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 no. no. All right, slow down. Yeah, so, pump the brakes. Pump yeah, the brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm not that, no, I'm not that wild. But yeah. yeah, watch out for Indiana. Indiana's. I'm not saying it's gonna be good. I'm not saying they're gonna be terrible. I'm just saying it's not like they're going to play Georgia. They're they're ranked for a reason, though. I guess. All right. Uh, next team for me, number nine is Oregon. Uh, Oregon uh, and a team farther up my list are in a very similar situation. Both teams' skill positions are and defense are solid, but the QB position begs the question: Are, are like are they legit or not? Because you can't really can't really tell so far. But uh, it's hard to tell. But uh, Anthony Brown has a ton to prove this year. He's the transfer from Boston College. He didn't get much run last year, so yeah, Oregon is going to be. Um, I think they're going to be pretty polarizing because of the QB position. So yeah, Oregon at nine. All right, I got Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame at all. I can't stand when they make the college football playoffs. 
again, they never play much of a schedule anyways. I think they have two, three ranked opponents or so. Like, <clears throat> they're, they're going to win a majority of their games, but they're not that good of a football team, I don't think, this year. But, yeah, I have them at number nine. I bet they'll win at least. I bet they'll lose like two or three on that schedule. I think like I think thinking the same. I think Notre Dame in that bottom eight, nine, ten is a fair spot um, until they prove us otherwise. Um, uh, so I guess what what are we at? Number eight. Number eight. All right, this may be a bit high. Um, oh no! <laughs> but I got North Carolina at number eight. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm pretty high on this team. Um, looking back, they played pretty well last year. I mean, eight and four. Um, but I think again, I'm really high on Sam Howell. Um, the defense, defense is returning ten starters or so, um, which is a good amount you want to see, especially in a competitive conference like the ACC. Competitive. Somewhat competitive, I guess I should say. I want to say, and obviously. They're missing out um, on Michael Carter and Javante Williams from last year. But, again, um, North Carolina recently has been doing well. Their recruiting class isn't terrible. As well, again, just want to compare player development. And just Sam Howell. I mean, I can't talk enough about him. Um, so, yeah, again, a bit controversial. The team that probably replaced, like, the team that slid out of top ten for the North Carolina was probably Oregon or Iowa. But still, I mean. I think North Carolina is going to be better than both of those teams. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I like UNC. This is a, I, I don't, the defense kind of scares me a little bit. And the losing of uh, Michael Carter and Chimonte Williams also scares me. So they're not in my, in my top 10. But uh, for my eighth overall team, I have Cincinnati. Uh, the Bearcats returned plenty of starters, including their quarterback, Desmond Ritter. Since he came super duper close to beating UGA last year, and it looks like they're going to make another New Year's Six Bowl appearance this year. So yeah, since he had eight, I love myself some Luke Fickle. All right, <clears throat> at eight, I have Oregon. Um, same reasons Charlie has Oregon at nine, or was it ten? I had him at nine. You had him at nine. Okay. I mean, I think they're a solid team. They're probably the best team in Pac-12. I mean, easily. But they they actually play a really good schedule. They play OSU Week 2. That'll be really interesting. I mean, they're not going to win. But I think if they can make it a close game, uh, I mean, they'll prove to us and to the rest of the country that they're a real solid team this season. They don't really have much of a run, a run game. But um, their quarterbacks are looking really good. I think you. Um, I think you're, you're super duper right about the uh, Ohio State thing. I think that they can keep it close because obviously Ohio Ohio State has a um, young quarterback coming in and CJ Stroud, and uh, that Oregon defense is not going to give them anything. So, especially with like a guy like KB on Thibodeau is right in front of you. So, yeah, I, I completely agree about Oregon. I think I think they're going to be scary close with Ohio State at least week two. At least I, I think so. Yeah, that's a good, I think, under-the-radar matchup, too. I don't think it's just going to be a stomping by Ohio State. No, All right, at number sure. seven, I'm um, I, don't know. I don't know. 
I'm going to thank you guys. Maybe this, is, this team is around seven for y'all. Um, I think this team is pretty polarizing, but this is probably my favorite sleeper team this year, Texas, Texas A&M. Yep, that's exactly who. Okay. No, it's fine. I got them at seven. Um, looking at their first three games, um, they should no, no doubt be winning these. Kent State, Colorado, New Mexico. And then they obviously have their SEC uh, schedule, SEC West schedule. Where they get paid Arkansas, you know, Mississippi State, they should win that. And then obviously October 9th, their biggest game, Alabama. Um, last year, Alabama game, if I'm not mistaken, it was close within like the first half or so, first quarter. And then I'll have to I think, check that. Yeah, let me check. Hold on. Or you check that if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Keep, on, really, talking. Keep on talking. Yeah. Yeah. And then they play Missouri, South Carolina, Auburn, Mississippi, um, Prairie, Prairie View, and LSU. So, honestly, I think that they could do nine and one this year. I mean, they play how many games? They play 10? I, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. They play 12 games. Sorry. But hey, why do I, pull up? I think. They, I think we could really go 11-1 and one this year. Was their one loss being Alabama? Because I, I was thinking their biggest opponent here is South Carolina, and I think that's beatable. Auburn is coming in with a new coach, a new system. Mississippi is Mississippi. Is Mississippi. And then LSU. I mean, that, LSU could be pretty solid this year, too. And that's uh, at uh, – Texas A&M. And that's at, at Death Valley. Texas A&M lost uh, Alabama 52-24. to 24. So but wait, but what could you check like what the first quarter was, like first half? Uh can try. Wait, actually, Charlie, you going to do yours. I'm gonna check that. All right, actually, no, I can go to game logs. I don't know. Or maybe it was like the first couple of possessions they were trading shots back and forth. Um offensive game log. No. I can find this. I know I can. It's fine. All right, you you find that. I'll talk about my thing. All right, yeah. number seven. I have the same. Oh, I have team. it. I have it. I have it. Sorry. Okay, okay, okay. So the first quarter ended fourteen to seven, and Alabama scored twenty one in the second quarter. So I was wrong. The, oh. the first half ended with Alabama being up twenty eight to twenty one. But for you know Alabama, still somewhat close. Yeah, one touchdown. All right, so um, my seventh is obviously Texas A&M as well. So the team I was comparing to the the team org I was comparing Oregon to earlier in the list was Texas A&M. Uh, the Aggies had a phenomenal 2020 year, obviously ending the year at number five and just out of the playoff. Like Oregon, A&M has great skill positions and a good pass rush, but the QB position is still a question mark due to the departure of Kellen Mond, Emmett's favorite, Kellen Mond. It's uh, very yeah. true. Um. <clears throat> My number seven. Wait, wait, Charlie, are you finished? Or are you gonna keep oh, going? are you finished? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, okay, my bad. You go ahead, My number seven um, is Texas A&M. Uh, they're going to drop a few places this year. Um, they lost a big star in Kellen Mond. Um, who's the quarterback this season? Do you know, Charlie? I have no idea. But I can look Me up either. the depth chart. I will work on the depth chart. I wouldn't chart. be surprised if they're still having a quarterback, like, competition right now but i'm sure I it'll agree. be solved within the next couple of days but keep going I, uh, that depth chart. but i mean i'm a big fan of kellen mond i feel like if he was still on this team i feel like they could be like fifth maybe fourth fighting yeah, for playoffs see, potentially i would love to but, see kellen mond on this team they're, they're so excited uh, 
Their quarterback is named Haynes King, redshirt freshman. Interesting. Redshirt freshman. Redshirt freshman. Is he like a highly recruited guy? Do you know? I'll figure that out right now. No, you don't have to do that. No, 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 I will. I want to know. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's like a Ohio State situation to where the guy's like super hyped up, supposed to be really good. All right. Let me find this out. Uh, he was a four-star recruit, uh, class of 2020, 6'3", 200 pounds, retro freshman, uh, offers from recruiting profile. Uh, he had offers from Texas A&M, Auburn, Duke, Tennessee, Arkansas. Yeah, that's basically it. So he's not – I mean, he's good, but he's not like – he's not like, like that good. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, four-star quarterback. I mean, he doesn't even – I'm surprised he didn't get more on first. But I don't even All know. Right. Um, so now we're getting into the top six. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I don't know if this is going to be controversial or not. Nope. Um, uh, seeing it, you have the same team as me. Well, at number I six, know you do. I have a house. What? Walker, are you kidding? Ohio State? Let me explain. I thought you were talking about a different state. Walker, I hate Ohio State, but I would not say that they're six. And just let me explain why I have Ohio State number six. You are such a – Let me explain why I have Ohio State at number six. Let me explain. What, they have the best wide receiving core? They have the best wide receiving core and offensive line? Let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. Yes. Ohio State was just in the championship. Yes. They got ran on by Alabama. But that's that's true. It doesn't matter. No, I think Ohio State is going to win the Big Big Ten. And I'm going to say, we'll find out later, I think Ohio State will probably be in the playoffs. But with that being said, they're coming with a completely new quarterback. Not a transfer like JT Daniels. Not a guy who's had some experience before, but a brand-new quarterback who hasn't stepped to field – or not stepped on the field, but hasn't really played like some of, the, some of these other teams have. So I think there's going to be a big learning curve. Um like there was with Justin know. Fields, right? I'm just playing. <laughs> but uh-huh. Justin Fields, you know, he played a little bit at Georgia. Now, I think Ohio State has a really oh, good yeah. schedule, though, for them. We've seen them play Oregon, but that's at Ohio State. Um, we've seen them play Penn State at Ohio State, and Penn State's not even that can be that good. Michigan State at Ohio State, and then, of course, Michigan at Michigan. So, I think Ohio State is the sixth best team in the nation right now. But I think they're going to be a playoff team at the end of the year just because of their schedule. And that's not me disrespecting Ohio State. I just think these five teams above them have more to prove to me or more, or um, are just higher on the bar right now. So okay. that's probably good. That's my hot take of the. Very, 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 very interesting. Um, yeah. So I was much nicer to your team, but that's fine. That's, that's fine. Uh, at six, I have a different state. I have Iowa State. Uh, I'm a big okay. fan of this team. Um, Iowa State returns 20 of their 22 starters. Has a, They have probably the best running back in all of college football in Brees Hall. They've been an expert offensive line and a great tight end. And then they have a top 25 defense on the other side of the ball. And looking at their schedule, I mean, the first couple games other than Iowa, I mean, they have Iowa week two. But uh, first game is UNI. Uh, University of North 
North Iowa, Northern Iowa. So a couple of these are going to be cakewalks until they play really Texas and then they play Oklahoma at the end of the year. So, yeah, I think they really could run the, they could run the table. Wait, yeah. was Baylor, Baylor? Oh, yeah, Baylor. That's true. I mean, Baylor's not really like that, though. So, no, you're right. Not like they used to be. So, yeah, Iowa yeah. State, I think they're going to be like an 11 and 1, 11 and 1 type of team. So, yeah, Iowa State at six. You can go now. And then, all right. <clears throat> and number six, couldn't agree more, Charlie. Iowa State. Um, their schedule is actually pretty solid this year. They play teams like, the Sooners, Texas, and Baylor, like you were just saying, and Iowa. Um, I believe their running back is a Heisman. Um, he's on the Heisman watch, I believe. He should I was be. looking he at that not. a few days ago. And, yeah, it was him. So that's – oh, it's Brees Hall. Okay. Yeah, Brees Hall. So, yeah. Yeah, he was like, I think, eighth. Heisman ranked currently by Fox Sports betting odds. But um, <clears throat> the running game was really solid last year as well. So, I mean, I expect them to keep running the ball. I wonder if Brees Hall could be a um, – he ran for 1,500 yards last season. Could he break the 2K bar? Uh, bar? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I mean – I don't think so. I, guess, I think he'll get like 1,700. Well, yeah. Last year, they only played – each team played 10 games, right? Yep. So, I mean, you add – Conference. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Iowa, play, or Iowa State plays 12 games this year. Yep. I mean, you could – it'd be a lot easier than last year. Well, you're adding – but listen, but you're adding teams. You're adding yeah, games they're, they're, like UNI and UNLV in Kansas. Those three teams. It's true. He's going to play in like the first quarter and that's it. That's true. I think that's a good point. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but that's moving on. Yep, that's ahead. it. Who goes? So now we're going to get into the top five. Um, Walker's going to go first, like he was Yo. going. So, uh, yeah, go, Walker. Top five. So, All right. Um, fifth. I'm following the trend of Iowa State. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I get, I get like, good from what I'm thinking about Iowa State this year. I always love seeing a team. And, like, not to roast Iowa, but you know what I mean. It's not really a big state. And Iowa State's not even, like, the University of Iowa. Um, and I don't know. I just get really excited because I'd love to see Iowa State make the playoffs this year. Um, and I think if there's any any team to do it that's not a powerhouse, it's got to be Iowa State. Um, and they, they, and that's not to say their schedule still isn't the easiest in the world. Um, they play a team like Baylor. Um, obviously, these aren't big, tough schools, but um, just compared to – and it's kind of hard, Charlie, I don't know if you agree with me, but, like, in, in it, it's kind of hard to judge a team like Iowa State just because – I don't know. It's just hard to say how good they are when looking at their opponents. Um, yeah. Because I didn't watch a whole, whole lot of them last year. But still, they, they play teams like Baylor. They play teams like Texas. They play teams like Texas Tech and, of course, Oklahoma. And even like and West Virginia and Oklahoma State. Yeah, I missed out on them. So, and it, but again, just returning 20 of their 22 starters, bringing back Reese Hall again for another year. Like, Emmett said, possibly maybe like a 1800 rushing yard year, which would be crazy. Um, I think they have a really good chance. And I don't think you get more American than 
Iowa State being in the playoff. So yeah. <laughs> we'll sure. see. Um, I think we're all kind of fans of this team. We all want to see them succeed. So and they have all, a great coach. Be, yeah, and that just Matt be really Campbell's good for awesome. football too. Yeah, Matt Campbell's so. awesome. Uh, go ahead, Emmett, with your sixth overall or fifth overall team. Fifth overall. <clears throat> Actually, no, it's me. It's me. Yep. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I thought so. I thought we were on six because he said Iowa State. That's my fault. Um, so at five, I have uh, Walkers, Dogs, UGA. Uh, UGA could really be anywhere on this list for me, but mm. I can I consider them putting I consider putting them in the top two, and I also consider that uh, putting them be uh, behind Iowa State at six. But uh, the pure talent of the Bulldogs um, overtook the fifth spot for me. So uh, uh, even if UGA loses on September 4th versus Clemson, I say I still think the playoff is um, in the realm of possibility. The main thing is that they have to beat Alabama in the SEC championship. It always comes down to that, and it always will. So, yeah, that, that will be the key to their season. But uh, UGA is immensely talented on the defensive side of the ball. And on, on offense, they're obviously talented as well, especially with guys like JT Daniels and George Pickens. But, um, yeah, so uh, UGA is going to be one of the best teams in the country, obviously. I mean, you couldn't can agree this. more, Charlie. Um, Georgia at number five for me as well. JT Daniels looked really good last season. He is a Heisman candidate. Um, I mean, I totally agree with Charlie. If they lose to Clemson, they can still make the playoffs or uh, be right on the outside of it. I think Clemson's going to win the game, if I'm being honest. But uh, I think it's going to be one of the best college football games of the year, that opening game for Georgia. I just want to say next week, um, the week before – the Georgia, I mean, just before September 4th, where all the games really take place. I think that's going to be a really fun debate we're going to have about Georgia versus Clemson after we talk about preseason and all that. I look forward to that. Of course, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. But what's your uh, fifth, Charlie? He said, uh, no, no, we're on fourth now. He's the fifth. Emmett just said fifth. I did fifth. Oh, you're right. Fifth. Yeah, yeah. I had Iowa State at five. I mean, at four, you're right. Or five. Just do this talk. Just talk. Wait, wait. You're going to your fourth, though. It's fine. I'll do my fourth. I'll do my fourth. All right. You're right. You're right. Okay. It's early. It is early. Okay. At um, at four, I have Clemson. Um. Wow. Yeah. Um. At four, I have Clemson. Really difficult losing Justin Ross, Etn, and Trevor Lawrence. Not, no, not Justin Ross. Justin Ross. Is coming yeah, back. he's coming yeah, back. Maybe. He's coming back. You're right. Um, but still, again, just losing ETN and Trevor, uh, Trevor Lawrence, arguably, like, two, like, Trevor Lawrence probably could have been the best quarterback last year. Is, um, probably was. And then ETN was probably one of the best running backs last year. So, I mean, it's Clemson. Um, the only reason I have these three teams above them is just because I think they're better. Um, and I think they're going to have – uh, a little, little bit more leeway, safe to say. But kind of just based on that, I think this one team is going to be another team to start out the year. Um, I'm sure you can, sure y'all can connect the dots on that. Yeah. But that's not, and again, this is like our top 10 going into the season. College football is very crazy. Unpredictable. Um, yeah. Georgia can lose a game to a trash SEC opponent. It's they probably will. Time. They probably will because um, UGA does that. 
And then I'm just playing. I mean, no, you're right. And, I mean, it's it's happened before. It's not like it's facts. And then Oklahoma's gonna have like a subpar game against a team like Kansas or something. No, something you know who? Yeah, no. Can uh, Oklahoma's gonna lose this Kansas State? Believe that they're gonna yeah. lose to Kansas State. They will. And it, and even if they don't like, I don't know. It's okay. It's gonna be over. again. You just have teams that you know are gonna have some tough game games that they're supposed to win, and it comes way down to the wire more than it should have. And you know the only team that doesn't do that? Alabama. Alabama. Until it comes to, like, the SEC championship. And even the Iron Bowl this year is not – I mean, Iron Bowl hasn't been competitive in a while. But anyway, hey, watch kind of out. Rails, Tank Bigsby is going to be there. Tank Bigsby. Tank. So is the brand-new head coach and Bo Jangles, oh, yeah. Bo Nix. So Bo not saying he's terrible. I hope he has a good year. Anyway, uh, Clemson's at four for me. All right. Uh, well, I'm kind of doing the opposite of that. Uh, Alabama's at four for me. So uh, after losing uh, three Oof. of their Heisman guys in the draft last year, Alabama once again reloads with top talent. Five-star Bryce Young stepping in for Mac Jones. John Mechie third stepping in for Devonta. And uh, Brian Robinson, uh, he might be a lesser-known guy. He was a, a backup for Najee last year, and he's stepping in for him. So Alabama nearly has an all-upperclassman O-line and a good pass rusher on the other end. But I'm not I'm not completely sure that this team is going to be a championship-winning team, especially with that running back situation with a guy that's really unproven and Bryce Young, who really didn't get that much show last year, especially compared to guys like DJ Alungaway. Yeah, I'm just going to say DJ. So, yeah, Alabama's at four for me. All right. At four for me, it's Oklahoma. Um, not a big fan of Spencer Rattler, like I said. Um, they don't play a crazy schedule. Um, and I really don't think they'll make the playoffs. Um, just like Charlie said – or. What team are you talking about? I could see them losing to Kansas or Texas Tech or even Oklahoma State. Like, I, I could see them losing one of those teams. And if they lose to one of those teams, I mean, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. So that's my opinion on them. But, <clears throat> yep. I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty low, but I guess, mm, man. That'll go on interesting for me. I don't know. These top four are really – I mean, the top yeah. four that me and Evan have are pretty interchangeable. I don't know what Walker's talking about, but, uh, yeah. All right. So, what are we at? Three? Three. Um, at three, I got the defending the national champ- champions. Oh, at three, I have the defending national champions. Bro, you have um, UGA at one? No, we haven't – we haven't oh, – just be patient. Uh-huh. Be patient. Oh my be god, you do. Be patient. Be patient. Now, like before I before I was rudely interrupted. Um oh Alabama, to no surprise. Every year this happens, they're losing a crazy amount of talent. Um but one big thing in my opinion, they're losing our offensive coordinator this year. And then they also have a bunch of new offensive guys coming in. Now has this happened before? Yes. Has Alabama gone on to win the championship? Yes. It takes a lot to stop Nick Saban. But I think this is one of those years where just the amount of turnover and them losing a lot of guys can really shake it up. You're losing, what is it? I mean, two top ten picks in the draft? 
Um, Heisman guys. And I think right. Bryce Young. Sorry. Three Heisman candidates. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think like Bryce Young's just going to have a lot of, just a lot of pressure on him, um, which is something, you know, the Alabama quarterback, I'm sure they're used to it and they're expected to have it. But I just think they're, like, they're just losing a lot of stuff on the offensive end. But still, their O line, I believe, is mostly upperclassmen. Yes. Yeah, except for I believe it's the left guard is a sophomore. Yeah. So, I mean, he has big footsteps. He has big footsteps to fill. Um, obviously, Tua, and then even a Mac Jones who had a great year last year. Statistically, had an amazing year. That doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, but yeah, don't forget. I mean, they won. They they won the championship. Um, normally, I'd put a team that just won the championship at one, but. Um, I'm just really excited to see these other teams, uh, these top two teams play. So you go ahead, Charlie. All right. So my third is uh, my Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, I think OSU has the best wide receiver core in the nation. I think it's pretty plain and simple with Garrett Wilson, uh, Chris Olave, Julian Fleming, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, but the guy throwing the ball is still a question. Uh, obviously, the QB competition just came to a close yesterday with uh, CJ Stroud getting the start. Um, and I think that's going to be not, uh, not, not, not worrying, but you have to take this cautiously because he is still basically a freshman. He's a retro freshman. So, uh, I think we should just let him ease into the, ease into the spot. We're starting out with a pretty, not easy game, but, uh, starting out with a winnable game against Minnesota and then really kick it up a notch with, uh, Oregon, but, uh, OSU always has a premier pass rush. Uh, but the secondary has really been the issue the last couple of years. If the Buckeyes can sure up that part of the defense, I believe this is a championship level team. So, yeah, I think Ohio State's going to be right there in the playoff. Uh, yeah, Buckeyes at three. So, I have Ohio State at three as well. Um, they're interchangeable with my number two because if CJ plays really good, I expect them to make the finals or the championship. Um, yeah, I was really impressed with Ohio State last season. Um, they still have Chris Olave too. Um, I expect them to be really good. I really like CJ. I'm so happy he got the start. Same. It's so cool. CJ. Charlie, you have a few years to watch this guy play. And I know you're gonna enjoy every single one of them. He oh. looks like pro he looks like the best freshman quarterback this season, without a doubt. Um and it's so cool that a team that made the championship is having a not a true freshman, but a redshirt freshman as their starting quarterback in game one. So um, I think that's so awesome for him. And I think that Buckeyes are inter interchangeable with uh, two. Yeah, Walker. All right. <laughs> hey, man. You know, they're talking at the end of the season. Clip it right now. Yeah, when uh, UGA has three losses. So, at number two oh – gosh, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was not – that did not make me look very tough. Um, again, early in the morning. At number two, I got the dogs. Um, I couldn't put them at one just yet, but at two, I got the dogs. Wait, <laughs> you said just so, yet. <laughs> bro. So, here's – and listen. I'm going to be mad. I'm really mad, actually, about what's happening right now with Georgia. And I think I have some valid excuses for Clemson game. Top three being – and one of them isn't really an excuse. It's just based on the player. Reed Gilbert, um, player issues, uh, personal issues. Um, I, 
they said he cussed out Kirby Smart. That definitely did not happen. Um, were you if, he, there? if he were to step away from the team, no, Charlie, I wasn't there. Um, it could have happened, but I, I'm sure it would have been much worse um, if they were to really take him away from the team. Um, Darnell Washington. Um, Darnell Washington boasts, um, I don't say his name, Tyke Smith, I believe, um, the transfer from West, West Virginia. Arguably one of the most impactful transfers of the draft. Because Georgia lost a ton of depth uh, at linebacker and corner, uh, but we got the we got a Clemson transfer, um, played safety, probably gonna play corner this year for us, Ooh. and I think the D line is amazing. But with you know Tyke Smith and Darnell Washington, apparently they're supposed to be out three to four weeks, which would mean they would miss the Clemson game, and then Kirby Smart goes on to say they're day to day. So only time will really tell right now. And then obviously George Pickens with the torn ACL, but we've known that um, that timetable is really polarizing. Some are saying back by the Florida game, and then some are saying not till the playoff if that happens for Georgia. Wow, whoa, that's I know. Wow, that's so that's like what mid October or January. Yeah, so it's not. And again, it's just I'm not making an excuse for Georgia to not. I mean, no, Georgia I know, but that still like yeah, it's it's tough a, losses though. Yeah. Was a really impactful. Washington's the beef, yeah. Um, and then just real quick, going on the offensive end, there's not really a lot to say. Georgia is the art running back university, RBU has been, always will be. Um, you got Samir White, James Cook, um, legendary. And then of course you got JT Daniels at the helm. I'm gonna say, one of those fans that's going like JT, 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 um, like he's gonna be the best quarterback ever. JT still has a lot to prove to me. Um, I mean, he's played four games, like Charlie said. And, yes, he won the Peach Bowl. I'm very happy about that. But the defense towards the second half did a good job about that. But still, um, obviously, I have high hopes for JT. I think he's going to do very well. He's a top three um, Heisman candidate for a reason. It was on Charlie and I's list. Um, and I just love to see him ball out this year. Um, I really hope it's a Georgia year. Uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see till we play South Carolina. Or like Kentucky, I don't know whoever's on our yeah. Team. Kentucky, Missouri, South Carolina, any of those three, I think are the are the three options for the biggest annual right. loss. Not even Clemson. I think I think they have the better <laughs> chance to go to Clemson than they do against South Carolina. Yeah, at, in South Carolina at home. Too. It's it's at UGA. Yep. Oh, then they're anyway. definitely losing. Who, who, who's your two, Charlie? Go ahead. Who's your two? <laughs> Sorry, uh, my my number two is Oklahoma. I really do not like putting Oklahoma this high, but uh, a lot of people have them at number one. Like kids, I can't do that. That's um, wild. Due to the massive hole on defense, it's like they're playing with like five guys out there. But uh, in classic Oklahoma fashion, they're going to lose to Kansas State. They're going to make the playoff at four. They're going to put up a bunch of points, and they're going to lose by like 30. That's what's going to happen. Watch it. Watch it happen. Watch it. Just like every other year. What about you, Emmett? Who you got? Number two. <clears throat> like I said earlier, this team is very interchangeable with Ohio State. It is Clemson. If DJ, like I was saying, just like Charlie said, DJ, we got to see him play last season. We did not get to see CJ play last season. And I think that's one of the reasons I have uh, them over Ohio State. Um <clears throat> I'm really, like I keep saying, I'm really excited to see DJ play. Um, 
Their defense is looking pretty good. Their run game's looking pretty good. And they still have some stars on their team. Um, their wide receiver core is looking pretty good. I'm just excited to see them play. But, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah. You kind of know what they're going to get out of Clemson every year, just playing in the ACC. Yeah. So, we're at Free number wins. one, numero uno. If y'all think putting Oklahoma up high for you is hard, I got Oklahoma at number one. Wow. Um, really? And I know. Um, but, man, that offense is just something else. I mean, and I know their defense. I know, like, yeah, you can put up 50 points, but are you going to allow 55? But even then, it's not like their their defense is terrible. Obviously, like, there's a big black hole, like Charlie said. But their offense is not, by means, one of the worst in the, in the conference or even the – whole college football realm um and i think again like their offense is that good to really back it up in my opinion um you guys can already talk about oklahoma so i'm not going to say a lot but i mean i think this is really spencer rather's year i think he's going to win heisman um and i really i don't have much else to say i think their offense is that good that they're going to be able to compete with a lot of these teams um and i, I hope i hope they're not that good but we'll, we'll have to wait and see all right, uh, my number one is Clemson. Uh, Clemson obviously lost Trevor Lawrence and uh, Travis Etienne. But obviously they have DJ stepping in, Justin Ross coming back, Greta Lime returned plenty of guys on defense, so Clemson's clear-cut. Actually, I wouldn't say clear-cut, but, yeah, they're number one for me. Not clear-cut, but they're number one. Charlie, I have a question. Yes. Where did you have Alabama? I don't remember. I had them at four. I know it's a okay. wild, but I have <laughs> All right. I have Alabama at number one. Um, Bryce Young, it'll be interesting to watch him play. Um, my top three, I just noticed it's all like first year start or yeah. starters for the first time in their career um, at college level. Um, I think Alabama is just a powerhouse. And just like what Walker said, like, Even when they have all these guys leave, Alabama still finds a way to win. And I think that's true. Um, Nick Saban, the best coach in college football. I expect him to uh, dominate just like last season. I hope Young <clears> – <throat> I think Young's going to be better than Mac Jones at the end of his career. I don't know. He won't be better than Mac Jones last season than Mac Jones. But I think by the end of his career, he – he'll have a national championship or two. But, yeah, I have Alabama at number one. But I I'm do not... really respect your pick of Clemson, Sheldon. Thank you. And I, and I think that's so great. We all have different number one teams. Um, this really, you know, makes it all different. Uh, and I think all wow. of the teams are pretty legitimate. Um, no one's surprised to see Alabama, Clemson, or Oklahoma at that number one spot. Um you know, they're all looking circling around that top five. So, oh, yeah, the top five is completely interchangeable. I can see why you I mean, have I think, yeah. Alabama at five. I can see UGA at five. I can see OSU at five, Oklahoma at five. Really couldn't see Clemson at five. But, you know. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. Walker. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but having Iowa State over Ohio State, that was, that was a little wild. I know. It's just, <laughs> and I'm not even doing it to like, be controversial. I don't know. It's just really hard for me just to um 
I don't know. It's just kind of tough because I know, like, Ohio State's going to make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Or not, yeah. I know, but, you know, they play in the Big Ten. But I just don't think, like, they're not a top five team no matter absolute talent. Um, obviously, the recruiting class is going to be good. I just think it's going to be a bit questionable about C.J. Stroud. Um, I haven't really watched any of his high school film. I don't know a lot about the guy. Uh, so basically, he's like a skinnier Justin Fields that can run like mm-hmm. way faster. Sounds exciting to me. So um, <laughs> yeah, he looks um, great. Yeah, he's super uh, fast. I don't know what his, it's. I don't know what scary. His, yeah, I don't know what his weaknesses are, but um, no, I mean, it's exciting. Um, um, obviously, you know, I'm going to show a bit more bias to my dogs, but I mean, if you're going to choose a team to be biased to, at least it's like, you know, Georgia's a powerhouse. So, um, I don't know. I'm pretty <laughs> excited. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see with Kirby Smart and how we play and how that's going to end up. Hey, but, uh, Big Ten's coming back. Uh, oh my gosh, for sure. Penn, Penn State has the number one overall class in 2022 so far. So, one thing though, watch out. That's not- Big Ten I did back. see out of that. I did see out of that number one class, there was not one five star. Uh, and I'm not saying five stars are make or break. Obviously, like in the past, four stars and three stars are what makes a team. But well, you know what? To say. Uh, if when Penn State plays uh, Georgia ever, uh, mm-hmm. they're four. They're all four star offensive or uh, defensive lines going to swallow up their five star quarterback. Okay, that's cute. Yeah, that's funny. Keep we, talking. We uh, Michigan yeah. State. I hope we can oh crack God. the top 25 uh, for one game this season. Anthony Russo, the transfer, he's looking pretty solid. I think he's a senior this year or he's a junior. But um, where did he have come a, from? Uh, I think Wisconsin. I think. No. Is he a quarterback? Quarterback, yeah. Okay, that's what I was oh, I'm sorry, but he, he's going to be bad if he's coming from Wisconsin. He's a quarterback. I, I was looking up videos. I'm so, I'm so I mean, sorry. he looks fine, but like. I know this season's going to be bad, but, like, I don't know well, when we'll get a good recruiting class again. It's been a while. I don't know. I mean, well, I, mean I don't know. Yeah, actually, Wisconsin yeah. quarterbacks suck, but they're de- but MSU's defense is always really good, so. Yep. I don't know. Michigan, Michigan State had a pretty tough schedule this year. Northwest, they always do. Obviously. Northwestern was a Every pretty good last team. year. Charlie, yeah, that's right, there. Emmett. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're right, Emmett. I mean, right. Charlie, I know you. I know you remember Northwestern from last year. How close that oh, was! Man. All the controversy around that. Um, how State almost loses, and then they're like, because Big Ten competition's was... some of the big, uh, best college competition ever. I mean, what? Wait, Big what Ten competition? Oh God! Are you like within the conference? Or I said like the, the teams that Big Ten faces. I don't know. In twenty sixteen, the, the twenty sixteen, we were like that. Yeah, dude. Twenty sixteen, y'all were crazy. Oh my God! Penn State, TTUN, Ohio State, MSU, Even Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Dude, y'all were tough last that's, season in glory. Uh, really, that I can't believe it really went downhill after that. That sucked. Uh, no, but I think I it's know. coming back because once um, that team up north fires um, Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> Penn State. Yeah. Once Penn State gets that recruiting class in, Wisconsin's still pretty good. Northwestern's on the rise. I mean, it could. It it's getting better. It's getting better. I feel like once a team like beats Ohio State and it's good, no, the regular yeah. season match. Um, yeah. I feel like that's when teams are going to be like, okay, now we can compete in the Big Ten. Now like they're Michigan beatable. beats Ohio State. No, not, yeah. no, that's not going to happen. Which won't happen. No. It's not going to happen this year. It's, I know. I think, no, but, Ohio uh, State, if they're going to lose, they're going to lose to like Iowa. Now, Iowa is a death trap. Michigan received 23 votes this year for the playoffs, I saw. 
Michigan. Blasphemous. That's Michigan State. Awful. No, Michigan. U N. How did that happen? I don't know. They're gonna go six and six. I pulled it up uh, like a week ago, and it was like 23 votes for them. But I still find that crazy that they could even get a vote. All right, playoff prediction time before we end the episode. Playoff predictions. My top four teams. I I didn't really predict. I didn't predict off the start. Like, I predicted, like, how it'll be final week. That was my prediction. So, Alabama winning it. Either Clemson or Ohio State in the championship. And then who's my wait, 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 wait. Wait, yeah. was it Georgia? No, it was Oklahoma. Okay, Oklahoma makes the playoffs as well. All right, uh, th- those are mine. Wait, so okay. who are your top four teams that make the playoffs? He had Sorry. Alabama, so Alabama Clemson, wins Ohio the championship State for me. Um, Clemson or Ohio State, and then okay. Oklahoma. Okay, so no dogs. No dogs, but they're right on the outside. It's gonna be. The best college football playoff show ever. It's gonna be like, but Georgia just—it's gonna just be twenty fourteen. It's gonna be twenty fourteen all over again <laughs> with TCU and Baylor and all that crap. That was the. Really, I was gonna say my AirPods just died, so quality's gonna be a bit more bad. But Charlie, go ahead and say your teams. All right. Uh, so my top six are six Alabama, five Iowa State, four UGA, three Oklahoma, two Ohio State, and one Clemson. Uh, Alabama is at six because in this thing in December, they had just lost the SEC championship to UGA and UGA is going to make That's what bolsters UGA into that fourth position. Oklahoma will lose to Kansas state and then they'll run the table beating Iowa state in the uh, big 12 championship, putting them at three Uh, Ohio state will go undefeated and go at, go to two and Clemson will go undefeated as well and uh, be at number one. So, and then how this is going to work out, Clemson will be playing UGA uh, rematch of week one. Uh, Clemson will uh, best UGA once. Actually, no, UGA is going to beat Clemson. Yeah, UGA is going to get revenge. UGA is going to get revenge on Clemson. Ohio State is going to wall up Oklahoma. That's going to be close, (laughs) but Ohio State is going to beat Oklahoma. And the championship game will be Ohio State versus the Dogs. And Ohio State will come out with the win. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Imagine that. that would imagine be the some episode scenes. on that. That imagine. would be some scenes. I'm, I'm, no, this, this, I don't the, know who I would want to win. Though. I don't know. No, man. the um, I want the dogs to win. Crazy. Like I feel like Charlie and I would. I feel like we. I feel like normally we're pretty chill dudes, but I feel like we would just get a we full would kill each other. Match at one point. Yeah, well, we would like have to. Kids. We would have to do a party for sure. We'd have. I like get like legitimately mad about that. <laughs> like I no, no, I would. I no, 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 I would believe that. Yeah. I like that would be crazy. There's some BS thing, and then you would say something smart back. I'm just gonna like, no, I'm gonna use that. I mean, ignorant Georgia fan to me. I genuinely, genuinely felt bad when Ohio State lost to Alabama, but I know Charlie's gonna be ten times as hurt if they lose to Georgia. Oh my god! No. Yeah. To be honest, no. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so. Yeah, that's. I, I hope that happens. That'd be so awesome. That'd be so sick. It'd be awesome. So at my. It is gonna six, happen. My top six, I got Iowa State um, just barely missing the playoffs. Just their lack of schedule couldn't put them over the hump. Um, Iowa State fans are mad. They're all screaming, oh, you guys just have the same teams every year. It's it's chaos. And then at number five, I got Alabama. Um, Alabama just lost to the Dogs in the SEC Championship. Ah. Um, And a close match. um, Kirby Smart finally, assistant coach finally beats Nick Saban. And Kirby Smart really solidified himself as one of the 
great, great Georgia coaches, but he still has the expectations to live up, live up to in the playoffs. So number four, we've got um, – excuse me. And oh, by the way, I'd like to say Georgia had a very close game with Clemson. I'm not going to say whether or not they win or lose. I think you can go either way. So let's just say they – let's say also, also they have one loss for this purpose. They lost to, they lost to Clemson. Okay. And a very um, refereed one-sided game. It has so, to be right. It has to be one-sided. So at number three, or excuse me, number four, comes in Ohio State coming off an undefeated season. Wait, hold on, I'm trying to think about this. No, at number four comes in Oklahoma. Um, after losing a uh, tough game to Kansas State, <laughs> of course, it's Kansas State. Yeah, seven or so points. They went on to dominate the rest of their conference. Um, if the are they. I don't know, are they playing in the conference this year? I don't think that's been yeah, no, yeah, yet. It's, it's in 2025, I think. 20. Okay, yeah, so it's, they, it's in a long time. So, yeah, they dominate the Big 12 championship. I don't know who they'd even play. Um, Iowa I State. Like Iowa State. Yeah, okay, that, that's a good way of putting it. So, we have Oklahoma at number four. We then have Ohio State at number three, coming off undefeated season. Um, simply just put it number three. Because of their lack of schedule. <clears throat> really? And Whoa. Then, Whoa. Actually, no, I'll say, I'll say, Whoa. I'll say they had they had a tough, they had a they had a close game with Iowa in the season. Yeah. Okay, no, no, you'll see no, why I'm putting you'll see why I'm putting this team. No, 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 no. That's realistic. That's realistic. No, no, that's realistic. You'll see yeah, why yeah. I'm putting this team where they are. And then you know, screw it. I'm changing the whole narrative. Georgia goes undefeated. At number two, we have we have Alabama. Wait. No, I know. I know. Clemson. And number two, we have Clemson coming off an undefeated season. I mean, with one loss to Georgia. Um, they're in shambles. DJ can't believe it. They're calling for his head. It's insane. And then in the moment, we got the dogs. So it would be. In the moment, we got the dogs. Dogs versus Oklahoma. Undefeated on the season. Dogs versus Oklahoma and Clemson versus Ohio State again. Wait, no. Yeah, no, that's, no. That's two versus three. And I changed my mind because I want to see. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I was young. The team, the championship I want to see is Georgia versus Oklahoma. I think Georgia versus Oklahoma would be one of the greatest championship games ever. We saw it in the Rose Bowl how good it was, and I can't imagine a championship game. So, and how about this? Um, rewind, change the narrative. Clemson so Clemson, beats, no, Clemson um, with that one loss is fourth. Ohio State is third. Oklahoma runs the table in a second, and UGA is first. Ohio State yeah. loses to Oklahoma. Clemson loses to UGA. UGA plays Oklahoma in the championship. There you go. That'd be a pretty good playoffs. Georgia and Clemson getting a rematch and no, then Georgia I, Oklahoma. I have to disagree. Well, well, obviously with Ohio State losing. Um like to apologize for that biasness that got out of me. Um it's just an ignorant Georgia fan in me, but um it gets out sometimes. So um, but I do think Georgia will be in the playoffs, whether or not they have a loss to Clemson or not. I think it's gonna be very close. Um, this is this is shaping out to be like one of the best college football seasons ever. Just based on how we've hopefully. been talking about it. Just yeah. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, and again, just like to apologize. AirPods died, so quality is probably not that good right now. Actually, no, it's still pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I think unless anyone else has has anyone anything else to say, I think that wraps it up. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so I don't. Do, I do have one question. So, uh, do, actually, no, we'll talk about it next week because I think I'll write it down. Write it down. Write it down. I'm just gonna ask you about who you think's gonna win between Georgia or Clemson. But we guys talk yeah, about it next yeah, week. We're gonna, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. We're gonna do all yeah. of our game picks next weekend, um, uh, along with our NFL preseason slash season preview sort of thing. 
So, uh, yeah, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye-bye.